Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Can You Put Me on Guest List. I'm Katie Knight, and this is the last episode of 2020. I was going to carry on recording over Christmas, but to be honest with you, I just feel like I need a little bit of a break. So I've decided that I'm just going to switch off over the Christmas period. And I'll be back with more episodes in 2021. Now, I'm really, really happy to be ending this season with somebody really, really special. Today, I'm going to be talking with Laura Williams, also known as the Secret Inspirer. Laura supports both individuals or teams around the world in the entertainment industry to build their resilience and create that energy or bring back that energy that they need to thrive and to avoid burnout. So as we all know that this industry that we work in, maybe not so much right now, but it's very fast paced. It's very quick. Things, you know, time goes so, so quickly. So she works with different people in the industry just to make sure they find that balance. And as I said before, um, so they don't reach burnout. I recently did a 21 Days of Resilience Challenge with Laura and it couldn't have come at a more perfect time. It was 21 days of different thoughts, different talks, different tasks um, on how presence is power, stillness is a superpower, reminding ourselves that, you know, we're exactly where we're meant to be and accepting what is um, and just so many different things that have really, really helped me. So I wanted to get Laura on the show because we're obviously at a very crazy, crazy time. There's a lot going on in the world. And I know that there are a lot of people that are listening to the podcast that um, I know she could probably help too. So she has very, very kindly offered to give the opportunity to do the 21 Days of Resilience Challenge to anybody that's listening to this podcast. So if you would like to sign up, I 100% recommend it. As I said, it really, really helped me. You can find all of the information in the description box below. So I just want to say a big, big, huge thank you for all of your support throughout this season, for listening, for sharing. Um, I honestly really, really appreciate it. And I can't wait to bring you more episodes of Can You Put Me On Guest List next year. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. I hope you all have a lovely Christmas and I will see you all in the new year. Thank you so much. This is Laura Williams here on Can You Put Me On Guest List. I'm okay. I'm... I've had a bit of a funny morning, to be honest. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> it's just, just Christmas travel drama, really. Oh God, what's happened? Is it? Well, my parents live on mainland Spain. Um, mm. And so they were supposed to be coming over on Wednesday. My brother lives in Denmark. And oh, so they were all coming over on Wednesday to spend Christmas here. And then yesterday, where my parents live in mainland Spain, they announced new restrictions. Um, okay. so they're not allowed to leave where their what from from their area so so they've kind of gone into like a tier three situation here or a lockdown yeah but it doesn't actually go into effect until the until monday so so we're trying to make it happen so they can come tomorrow but it's just (laughs) it's just that like horrible anxious feeling of Oh, you know, you know, you're just so excited about something, and then all of a sudden, it's like, I know. But then I was like, I'm going to be speaking to Laura in a bit, so she's going to make me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> I've had my poor mum, bless her. She lives up north. I'm in London. She's in Harrogate, and I've I've seen her like once or so this year, and I just talk to her all the time. Oh, like, right, you come down here, bring your fiance. And I'm going to do Christmas for you. Whatever happens, that's what we're going to do. I will lock myself in a cupboard for a month beforehand if that's what needs to happen, whatever. And then we've been given the five days to kind of move around in in England. Yeah. Thank God, like, you know, London just went into tier three. And I mean, who knows? It's just the most bizarre year it is ever had. 
And, you know, if ever there was a year to kind of build our resilience, then this is the year, right? It's definitely now. <laughs> it's definitely now. It's just like, it's just one thing after the next. I, I, yesterday morning, I was talking to my, my mum. I was like, I'm so excited for you to come. And obviously, we both were a little bit anxious anyway, if things are going to change. And I was like, nope it's going to happen. You are definitely going to be here. And then I got the message in the afternoon. I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. It's, it's like, we can't count on anything. Like no. we can't plan anything. We can't count. And every time we pl- like count on something, it just falls away. I know, exactly. Oh so I, <laughs> I know, that's it. So if they, I think they're definitely going to make it to to try and come tomorrow. But I guess we were just, a lot of people will be doing that, I guess, won't they? Yes, yeah, so everybody will start, but I literally, I don't have anything ready. I've got so <laughs> much to do. Don't have enough balls, I've got my Christmas plan. So we're good. I have a bottle of Baileys in, so at least that's something. (laughs) I think this year actually, it's kind of like helped us really focus in on what we need. What is it important to us? Like absolutely cut out all the crap. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. How have you found this year with your work? It must have been been a roller coaster, but it's been incredible. I mean, I'm kind of finishing on like in quite an optimistic place, I think. I mean, I've, I've tried to be optimistic this year, but like you said, every time you kind of change something or plan something, it kind of falls away. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't meant to be, but next thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've had to completely redesign, like redo my entire business, take it online, focus in. I was actually focusing in on resilience because I basically build resilience. I help people build resilience in, yes. in the employment and industry. And I was focusing on in on that specifically as my kind of proposition, like towards maybe this time last year and then in January, at the beginning of the year. And then kind of the world kind of shifted. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so this is the time for me to kind of step up and to help people. And, you know, if I can't maintain my resilience or whatever in this, then who am I to do the job that I do? Yeah. Um, kind of like, okay, but yeah, just... um I think that everyone's had to do. You've just kind of had to like diversify, try different stuff, keep going, have a bit of a rest, lose your mind, refigure it out, come back again, you know, and just figure out what kind of lands and what helps. And yeah, and that's kind of and it's bizarre because I've always wanted. I was was saying to you, I've always loved Ibiza. (laughs) I've been going for twenty years, and my ultimate dream is to go and live in Ibiza in a beautiful Mm -hmm. villa hold space there, have, you know, gorgeous retreats, have some of my clients like come and visit me in my beautiful space. Um, And one of the main things that was stopping me was obviously everything's kind of face to face. And I was like, okay, at the beginning of the year, I was like, I kind of need to make my business portable. I need to make it online. Yeah. You've got to be careful what you wish for sometimes. (laughs) Here you go. I was like, right, like March happened. I was like, a load of projects, clients, everything kind of like loads of beautiful like music industry stuff like that I'd all last year kind of fell away. Um, And then you just kind of forced to to do it, to live it and, you know, got everything online. Have you found it working online? Yeah, I, I mean, one of my main things is energy and connection and people. And I, I mean, yeah. as well, like that's probably been the hardest thing for me, like not being <laughs> people. But like, yeah, so I was like, I don't know. Even obviously before this year, there was the opportunity and the option to kind of do coaching online or face to face. And I kind of always try to get people to do the face to face thing. Yeah. Um, just because you're sat in a room, it kind of feels a bit more... I don't know, safer, people kind of open up a bit more, they're kind of in mm. whatever. Um, but it's actually worked really well. Like, Amazing. Really, it's just translated really, really well, a lot better than I thought. And actually for some people it's even, it's easier because they're not having to travel. I'm not mm. having to travel like a crazy person all over London for like loads of meetings. <laughs> I've stayed for like hours and hours <laughs> just like not having to travel. But um, yeah, there's definitely certain things, uh, as we know, in yeah. there's certain things that have to be 
face to face, you know, yeah, of course. You know, live events, all of that kind of stuff, that energy that you get from physically being there, seeing someone perform, dancing, whatever, like you can't, yeah. you can, but you can't really create that. So there's definitely some things and certain like, um, I do like lots of like resilience talks and stuff to teams and I'll do, you know, goal setting sessions and whatever. And I, there's literally no engagement at all. <laughs> it feels like you're talking to yourself, doesn't it? It's a really weird feeling. I had to do one something similar the other day and I was like, this is really weird. I'm just kind of talking to myself in front of a camera but there's other people watching, but I can't see them. <laughs> it's like if there was a camera in your house, like in your flat over this time, like I did I talk to about 300 people last Friday. There was loads of tech issues. My slides didn't come up. So I had to completely wing it. And yeah, basically talk to a, a, a video of me talking, which was so bizarre. Oh. And then I got off the call and I was like, okay, um, right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, my I did this big motivational talk and then I'm just sat there on my own. And like, okay. I know because then... That's the other thing as well. It's like it's like the technical issues as well. Technology makes me really nervous. And every time you like you have to do something that's live, something always seems to happen. Always happens. It's just like yeah, you obviously I definitely do not miss um that when I'm doing stuff face to face with people. But yeah. oh my yeah. god, yeah, the tech stuff. I mean, we we had Mercury retrograde for a while, didn't we? couple of points this year and I was just like okay well you just got to go with the flow yeah just helping people realize like don't sweat the small stuff if your screen freezes if your slides don't show if your stream (laughs) whatever like you just kind of got to go with it and it's Mm. part of how it is now like that's how life is isn't it and we I always talk to my clients about when they're kind of worried about something or they've got like a really overriding emotion about something I ask them to kind of write it down and ask why and almost like interrogate the emotion mm. and find out what it is, like what's at the core of that emotion and then I ask them to write down a list of the stuff that's in their control and the stuff that's out of their control and I'm like rip up that out of control list burn it do whatever you can because it's out of your control like so let it go and like how often do we spend our lives like worrying and getting really anxious and overwhelmed about stuff that just isn't in our control (laughs) absolutely like all the time (laughs) things that we worry about are literally things that we can't do anything about anyway yeah it's crazy it is I would like to start just talking a little bit about how you actually got to where you are right now and what was the reason behind you starting this journey um yeah let's start there Oh my god! Well, I mean, I've kind of have I've had thirty eight years on this planet as Laura, um, so it's quite a long journey. But I won't go into all of it. <laughs> I think probably primarily the way that like I kind of got to the secret inspirer, kind of got to now doing what I'm doing. I had, I mean, well, I've always loved people. Like, always had a fascination of people. I did a psychology degree like back in the day at uni. Yeah. Like, I just kind of like all that kind of stuff. But like. I don't know. People are everything, aren't they? And I love inspiring people. I love those conversations that you have with your friends where you're just kind of like, wow, I think I kind of helped them there. And they've just kind of gone away a little bit lighter, a little bit more optimistic, Mm. a little bit brighter or whatever. But I had um, one of those moments. I'm sure like everyone has a few of these moments in their lives where you have like a life changing moment. And I had it about four years ago where everything fell apart like you know like, and it's funny it happens all at the same time like yeah tarot, the tarot card the tower card and if you get that card you kind of know that like everything that is not meant to be going like, it was definitely one of those kind of moments where it all like fell apart and it just kind of made me think like what am I doing with my life and I was working um I was working in a really awesome company and I love the people, but the job wasn't necessarily like fueling me or, you know, like yeah. lighting my soul and all that kind of stuff. It wasn't really 
making me feel amazing. So I was like, right, let's change this up. And I was speaking to a lot of people at the time. I was like, what on earth am I doing? I've been doing marketing for like 20 years. <laughs> what can I do? And they were like, well, every time I speak to you, I feel like I can do anything. Like I can take on the world. Like, why don't you do some kind of coaching or whatever? So it was, it kind of started with that. And I was like, okay, well, I'm, I'll get myself qualified, you know, and all that kind of boring stuff. Uh-huh. Um, and then, you know, and then um, I was like, okay, well, I'll focus on like the entertainment industry and stuff because it kind of makes sense to me. I've got a lot of like, you know, past employees and whatever, uh, past employers in that kind of space. And then I'd always, always, always had this deep, deep love for music. Like mm-hmm. I was born, like my dad always says I was born on the dark side of the moon. Cause like he just, he used to be a music promoter, like back in the day. Oh. And we spent our weekends, like um, me and my little brother spent our weekends kind of dancing to Pink Floyd and Bowie and the Stones, like loud, loud music, like <laughs> little kids, you know, <laughs> just loud. And you know, you just kind of have it, it's in your blood. And like we were taken to Pink Floyd at like the age of like six and six, oh, wow. or whatever, six and eight. And my mum, still bless her, has tinnitus from that massive. Oh, you know, oh no. like, <laughs> Like, bless her like, it was just, I don't know music was just always there in my life and then um, I don't know and there's loads and loads and loads of you know more stuff that I could tell you all about that um, but then Ibiza's always been in my life as well and there's a weird connection because I was kind of like okay who do I want my clients to be and I was like do you know what I really want to inspire the inspirers of the world I feel like the artists of the world, the people in the music industry inspire the world. Yeah. Like their songwriting, their produ- like production, you know, everything that they do. I'm just like, wow, they just give so much. And I want to be behind the scenes and kind of inspire them, you know, help them. Um, so, I mean, I used to, like I said, I used to always come to Ibiza. I've been coming for like 20 years. And I, I looked, I was, a few years ago, I was in Dalt Villa and I was like, what's this party going on, this after party? It was IMS. Yeah. International Music Summit, after party. And I was like, how, like, how, what even is this? Like, how do you even go to something like this? And then a few years later, like, jumped to pretty much last year and I was there and I was kind of, I'd already set my business a couple of years before, focusing on music and, you know, entertainment and whatever. And, and then I was in the panel, I was sat watching the panel where um, Avicii's dad, class. Um, oh, I was there too. Uh, yes, yeah, you were presenting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like Pete Tong was interviewing class and just talking about, you know, kind of the darker side and the harder side of the music industry and obviously what happened with Avicii. And, and, and I was just sat there and I was like, I am sat in this room for a reason. I feel like I am able to help people not get to that point. You know, if there is anything I can do way, way, way before, you know, it gets to, you know, the tragic loss of someone's life. Like if there's anything that I can do just to help people to not burn out, to reduce their anxiety, to reduce their stress, to kind of like love life even more and find the fun and all that kind of stuff and I was it just kind of you know you have a moment where you're like right all of the bits of my life just kind of mesh together and I was like that's why I'm here yeah what I'm feeling that is yeah and then 2020 happened (laughs) (laughs) oh changed a bit and you know I've had to like Redig things around. I've done a lot of stuff this year that I've I've been in. I've talked to a lot of people, like thousands of people, over the year. Um, but it's mostly been kind of like my backgrounds, like my kind of corporate clients and stuff like that. But yeah, I am, I am ready to help the music industry get back on its feet as much. You know, whatever. Yes. Like let's fly together. Well, you definitely helped me for sure because I was lucky enough to be asked by Laura if I would like to do uh, 21 Days of Resilience, um, which we ended, what, about two weeks ago? It must have been that. Yeah, yeah. I think we started on a new moon. um, Yes. A while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
And it definitely came at a time. I, it's funny because the, the WhatsApp group that you created, I feel like everybody said, "Oh my god, this has just come at the like the perfect yeah. time. This is something that I really, re- really need right now." And throughout the whole 21 days I mean we spoke about lots of different things of presence is power and stillness is superpower and focus on the good and the good will grow and just (laughs) all of these lovely little things with different small tasks every day Mm. and just, just just small things that just remind you that it doesn't take a lot to do these tiny little things but they're such big changes in your life that is the thing. That is it's, the thing. It's crazy because I was, I did, um, what was the other 21 days um, with D- Deepak? Um, Ch- yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I met, it's a meditation one that I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done one. So I did one of them at the beginning as well. And I did really enjoy that. Um, obviously, they they were a, bit, a, little, a little bit, um, they were longer, these, these tasks. But your ones were, a lot of them were quite short. And it made me just trying. realize that it's just nice, short reminders that it's so so easy to be able to you know feel good with without having to change like your whole lifestyle yeah totally. and I and I've said this to you so many times I really really enjoyed it so I, this is the main reason I wanted to talk to you and have you here on the podcast is because I just I know that there's just so many other people that you can help <laughs> and maybe you know give a little bit of advice um advice to so I would like to talk a little bit about the 21 days of resilience and kind of the idea behind it and maybe just go through some of the tasks and some of the things that we spoke about well again 20 21 day resilience challenge I did something similar I think I did a Deepak type thing there's a lot lots of challenges out there lots of 21 day things why is it always 21 days just out of curiosity because a habit can be made or broken in it kind of takes 21 days that's the kind of that's the science be, behind the 21 days. It, you know, like, you know, if you quit smoking or something like that or whatever, like if you give it 21 days, you kind of like formed a new habit or broken a habit. Mm. Not, the 21 day resilience challenge wasn't like, right, I want you to practice gratitude for 21 days and in 21 days yeah. you will have, you know, this practice kind of a new habit or whatever. It was kind of like, what I, what I like to do with my clients and what I really believe in is this kind of combination of fuel and really understanding what fuel you need as a unique human being to feel as well as you can. And that kind of fuel, obviously, it can be things like actual like eating and nutrition and stuff like that, sleep, moving, all that kind of stuff that we spoke about in the challenge. But it's also things like how are you talking to yourself in your own head? Like how are you showing up for you? basically like how are you showing up for you because that is the place where everything starts from it doesn't start on the outside of you it starts in you so you've got to give yourself all that love and like put yourself first and like you say find those little pockets it's not that Mm. much time that you need to do every day find those little pockets of things just to kind of refuel you Mm -hmm. And, and then the fuel and then with kind of an understanding and appreciation that you are a unique human being And you are here on this planet as you for a reason, right? And you beat like 400 trillion to one odds to be here as you. So why are we spending so much time like hating on some of the stuff that we do and like hating some of our characteristics? And I kind of talked in in the challenge about writing down some of the things that you love about yourself and some of your strengths and then maybe writing down some of the things that you don't love about yourself and and your maybe your weaknesses and stuff and really starting to understand like and unravel these weaknesses and the things that you push down and the things that you almost annoy yourself about yourself (laughs) and just understanding those more and embracing you as a whole human being yeah right and because we are a whole human being and we can't be on fire and absolutely on our A game all the time because yeah. it, it just wouldn't. It, it, all of the emotions that we feel, all of the like lowest energies, all of the kind of shadows, like everything in life, everything in existence is all about kind of. It has some kind of duality. Mm. So there's like you know you can't have day without night. night. Yeah, you can't have light without dark. All that kind of stuff. So you know, there's this kind of appreciation of like some of the shadows of us and some of the things that we don't love about ourselves. 
that we kind of need those. And they're actually yeah. there to help us and support us. And maybe they're there to help us shine in other areas. Mm. And, you know, just it kind of an acceptance of us as a whole human being. Because when we get comfy in our skin, like, and we kind of just embrace who we are and we realize that we don't have to be perfect. Yeah. It doesn't exist. And everyone's just trying to figure out what's going on in the world. Like every single being on this planet right now is living this moment for the first time. Yeah. So like, why, why do we all think that we're supposed to like know what's going on? Isn't it really crazy when you think of that? I'm just trying to get my head around that. That is actually really weird to think. We're all, like this time right now, nobody else has lived. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, right, we're all just figuring it out. No matter like what you, you look at someone like on Instagram or whatever and you're like, wow, they have got their shit together. No, they haven't. Like, don't worry about them. Everyone's on a different journey. You know, everyone. I'm the worst for that. I'm, <laughs> I'm terrible. I think I'm going to go on a bit of an Insta kind of like you know talks over the break and we'll see we'll see what happens yeah yeah like yeah exactly all the kind of constant comparison to other people it doesn't necessarily do us any good and Mm. something that absolutely like may like totally shifted my life and my energy was this understanding that every person is seeing the world in a different way right because Mm. you've had your own entire life Like you've had all your experiences, all of the stories that have been put on you by your like, you know, where you were brought up, your culture, your environment, your family, your friends, yourself. And then all of those, those experiences and things that have shaped your life and the things that you care about. um, And, you know, how, like what you see is very, very different to someone else. Mm -hmm. Everyone in the world has a different perception on the same experience yeah when like can we just like release like worrying about other people how they're judging us because we don't know exactly all that how we judge other people sometimes we like you have no idea what that person's going through or or the way that they're seeing it right yeah you just don't know like and people show you like how much of you do you show the world like probably a tiny little tip of the iceberg yeah, it, you know, not not because you're being secretive, but you've just got so much stuff going on in your own life, your own head, whatever, and you just kind of show even some of your friends, like close friends, you you show them bits of you, not all of you, and you know, so we just don't know what's going on in someone's life, and we can't mm. judge what they're showing us because that's the t- it's a tiny little bit. So always to have compassion yeah. for like, others and have compassion for ourselves. Really, yeah. is like. It's just game changing because we're ju- we're trying our best, right? Yeah, <laughs> we're trying our best. And then that, so there's like the fuel, then kind of being authentic and being you, and then there's following your heart and following your passion and doing what excites you and like finding the fun. Yes. Right? So we did an exercise. Did we do like a visualization? We went to our happy place. In the we did. Yeah. We, wrote, we did. Yeah. And I like. I really liked that one. I liked yeah. all of them really. But yeah, that was a nice one. Yeah. So we just kind of go on a bit of a journey throughout that challenge. Um, mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of how, what I built the challenge on, on that premise that like if we fuel ourselves, if we get comfy in our own skin and we follow our hearts, we're, there's this kind of unstoppable flow and this com- like amazing combination. Yeah. You know, and that's how we're, you know, we're supposed to live, and that's builds resilience. One that I really liked um, was um, accept that you're exactly where you're meant to be right now. Yeah. Because going back to what we're saying about, you know, comparing yourself and I, I, I'm not as bad as I used to be. When I was younger, I used to be terrible. Like, well, how is that person presenting this and doing that? And I'm still here. Um, And I've definitely, definitely learned because it used to give me a lot of anxiety. Mm -hmm. But now um, just reminding yourself sometimes that, okay, I am supposed to be here right now. And this is meant to be it makes it everything feel just so much easier and simpler in a way. Absolutely. It's like when you realise that, like all of the stress and the tension that you're carrying, which you don't even know about sometimes, it just kind of melts. Like, don't you feel like, it's like you've just taken a big, deep breath for the first time and you're like, oh my God, that pressure's gone. Like, I am here. Like, if you're ever like, you know, 
in a situation you're doing a gig or you're you know you're in a meeting or whatever and you're kind of or you're presenting or whatever and you're really nervous or stressed or whatever know that you're supposed to be there Mm. otherwise you wouldn't be there and you're supposed to be there as you it makes everything feel so much easier. Yeah. And it makes you feel so much calm. Yeah, it sounds simple. Like, life yeah. is away and then we get stressed out. And it's like, yeah, well. and then we're stood in front of 400 people about to present something. Probably yeah. I am not meant to be here. This feels like shit. <laughs> Why am I still on this stage? I do this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we've got this idea of like having to be perfect in everything that we do. And it's yeah. like, Perfection doesn't exist, right? Like, what does perfect mean? Because that you presenting in a perfect way means nothing to like the four hundred people that you're presenting to, because like they, you know, they're all they've they've got their lives and their their stories and their perception of that situation and their idea of what's perfect. So it's yeah, kind of like, exactly. Let's just have some fun. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. We're here to have a good time. Don't like, make it stressful and, and enjoyable. Another thing that I that I really enjoyed as well was um, one was we spoke a bit about present and being present and also stillness and just. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what? I, that word. <laughs> sorry. Even just saying the word stillness, you're like. I know. Oh. I know. I. That feels good. <laughs> When when we were doing the challenge, um, I got myself into a really lovely routine, actually, when and it's something that I've carried on doing since we started. I'm quite an early riser anyway. I wake up early. I like to start my day early. We have a four-month-old puppy who's probably you can hear running about right now under my feet. Um, and so he gets you up even earlier. <laughs> so my routine late, lately has been 6am wake up. I'm out the house with, with him at 6.15, go for a walk, come back. I'll tidy the house up a little bit, put my candles on. And then I put my headphones in and just listen to you, look out the window and then do my tasks. And it was just such a lovely way to start the day and just made me feel so, so calm. Just even listening to you and your like lovely, nice pauses between each sentence. <laughs> oh, I could listen all day. Down. Let's just slow down. But, you but know. One, yeah, one thing that has made me realize is that I never, ever used to give myself that time for, for myself, even if it was just... 10, 15 minutes, even five minutes and just literally sit there in silence with my cup of tea and just, you know, either jot down, write down some ideas or anything that's coming up for me. And I wanted to talk a little bit about that and how how important it is to have that space, create that space for yourself. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's everything. I think we've, we've kind of got conditioned to always be doing. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think... The, one of the big things that to kind of remember is that we're human beings, right? We're not human doings. We're not put on this planet to like, we have to, you know, we, we're worthy or successful or whatever because we've created something and we've accomplished something. Like we're, we're fine as we are, you know, you were born worthy. Like, yeah. But we can, and it's great to achieve stuff and it's great because we get excited about things and we are here, you know, humans do create stuff and we evolve and that's, you know, amazing. But like, we've kind of lost this idea of like, and I think some people, and I do as well, feel a bit guilty when we're not doing anything. I'm the worst too, yeah. I'm like, oh, something's wrong because I'm just kind of sat here having a cup of tea. What do I need to be doing? What do I need to be doing? Yeah. It's like just that like knowledge and just like, I don't know, it's comforting to know that we're a human being. So just kind of creating space to be is such a beautiful practice. Mm. And, you know, it's like anything. It is a practice. It takes a bit of time if you're not used to it. And I know... Um, you know, I mean, meditation is just incredible for just bringing you back to now, bringing you back to the moment. Because we spend so much time kind of in the future or in the past. Like we're kind of, we're worrying about things that are, are potentially probably never going to happen in the future. And like, what a waste of energy is that? And we're, you know, and we're kind of going over things and going over things and going, oh my God, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have done that. I like to have it baby's gone like you can't do anything about it let it go you know learn the lesson like everything's a lesson isn't it or a blessing yeah and try and be present so I think and when you're in the now it's just like 
oh god actually actually I'm I'm okay I'm actually fine in the now you know even mm. with big stuff going on for you you kind of like come back and then we talk actually in the challenge about breathing being that anchor to now yeah. you know you have like your breath like you can all always come back to now because you just need to connect to your breath and because that's like the only present thing like the the most present thing that you can <laughs> listen if, you're, to. if you're like focusing on your breath then you're not thinking about anything else are you like yeah you're here. so I just yeah I think it's I think it's really it's so important and like that's why I say stillness is a superpower because we that's the place that we can kind of connect with ourselves again like the space within us and we spend so much time rushing around, rushing around, kind of, and being influenced by the external stuff that we forget that everything we need, our kind of like intuition, our guidance, our strength, peace, everything is actually within us. And it's just connecting to that, it, in connecting to that, it just kind of brings us back. And then we're like, oh my God. And then actually, Sometimes in all the rushing around, we don't really notice what our body or whatever is trying to kind of tell us. We have warning signs for everything, but we just don't hear them sometimes. And, we don't yeah. them. and I think sometimes, and sometimes this is why people struggle with meditation or, you know, actually being still. It's because that's when like the emotions come up and you're like, wow, that is painful. That is big. I don't want that. Like, I'm going to push that down. But actually, it's this kind of like, okay, this acceptance of what is and just kind of going, okay, well, knowing that every emotion is there to kind of help, everything kind of is temporary and it passes through us. There's Mm -hmm. not going to focus on it, you know, forever and sit in that space and dwell on it for too, too long. But it's just that kind of like knowing that, it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to have all of those feelings. We are like, like I said, a whole human being with all of these different emotions. And it's really in that space, in in that stillness that we can figure out a lot of stuff and then acknowledge stuff and we can understand it and then we can let it go. Yeah. Then, you know, you get to a point where you've done that. Because I think a lot of people, sometimes people talk about being positive all the time. And I'm definitely... One of those people, I, I kind of believe that we don't know, we don't have to be positive all the time. I think it's more about being real and it's being, you know, authentic and true and kind of feeling into our feelings. And so we kind of have to stop in order to do that yeah. and be still and like feel what's coming up and then help release it. And then like, you know, we're just so recharged and replenished after we've had that yeah. time. It's so true because you especially with social media as well everybody and and I remember at the beginning of like the first lockdown that we had and there was obviously everybody was really trying to support everybody else and let's stay positive stay positive but you do kind of get to a point where you're like but I feel like I'm pushing all of these different emotions and things that are happening to me down and I'm not really you know, spending time and yeah, and feeling them and accepting them and trying to work out why I feel that way. And it, and then it kind of just ends up turning into like a big bomb because one day they you just explode and then it's even worse. So I totally get what you mean. And sometimes it, it's instead of just always trying to be super, super positive, just be realistic and real and be, understand your feelings and accept them even though it is obviously so much easier said than done. Yeah. <laughs> but like you say, it'll always come and bite you in the ass. If there's something to be said, like the universe will say it, like, so, and it will come out bigger eventually. Like, so it's like, it's good to kind of deal with things at the time. It's like mm-hmm. if you have an argument with someone, it's like, okay, well, why did, like, should we leave it for like three months and then blow up and talk about it? Or should we actually discuss this now when it's fresh and we understand what it is? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, let's kind of understand this. But then, like you said before, you like the idea of focusing on the good and the good grows. You can, it's then it's kind of up to you when you've acknowledged um, an emotion and you kind of understand it a bit more. It's up to you to, you then have the power to focus your energy on whatever you wish. So if you wish to sit in that space of like, oh my God, you know, everything's shit and da 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 da, da for a long time, then you're kind of then almost keeping yourself there. And yeah. you have the power to choose to go, okay, well, I'm going to accept this 
this is something I'm going to try and maybe change in the future or, you know, accept whatever the feeling is, understand it, let it go, do whatever's in your control um, and then kind of move through it. So we're kind of like water and we're kind of flowing and moving rather than it being sat in that kind of like big lake of like, Ugh. oh my God, you know? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'd like to talk a little bit about the importance of balance as well. Um, obviously the music career, maybe not so much at this present moment in time, but it's just so fast paced and everything is just so, so, so quick that sometimes you know time just flies by so quickly and you look back and you think like where did that time go what have I done (laughs) you know so I'd like to talk a little bit about finding balance between especially Mm. between you know your career and uh, and your personal life your and your Mm. feelings I mean I guess personally um I mean, we've spoke actually, didn't we, about just kind of simply writing down and identifying like different areas in your life. So just like on a Monday when I do like to-do lists and things like that and like look towards the, the week ahead, I tend to like write down like four sections and like one section is like my work stuff and that's always like crazy full. And then I've got like life stuff, so out of work and, you know, obviously work is life. Um, but you know, your social stuff and whatever. So that's kind of not been as full this year. Um, and then like love and stuff. So like your relationships and your friends and like, you know, your family, your tribe, all that kind of stuff, what's going on in that list and or that area of your life and then self love. So how am I kind of fueling myself? How am I replenishing myself? Like, am I doing some yoga this week or like a sound bath or like, am I going for a run? Like, am I sitting still and being? And just kind of, not that it's all like, I mean, I'm a Virgo, so I'm kind of quite a planner. But like, (laughs) like my life is then like structured and, you know, things don't move. But I think it really helps to go, okay, well, this is totally out of balance because like my work's like space is completely and utterly bursting at the seams like how can I start redressing this balance like I can't always be kind of working and pushing and pushing and pushing because like you say balance is important and like in order to do all of the work stuff and the bigger stuff I need to have the energy yeah and you know you you we all know like when we've pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed um, and focused on one area you do burn out and like burnout is real and you know it's uh it's quite a debilitating thing when you actually burn out it's hard to come back from yeah so it's better to kind of like redress that balance as much as you can um and actually I've been um I work with like the cycles of the moon um and I have done for years now well probably around four years actually um so since my kind of big like moment so of the universe waking me up a bit um <laughs> And I, um, I think that that really helps kind of address the balance as well, because there's this, this idea that like in a new moon, when the moon is dark in the sky, you know, the moon's yeah. gone. That's a really beautiful time for all of us to kind of like take a step back from all the doing and be and to kind of almost wipe the slate clean, have a bit of a reflection on like what's happened in the last month or so have a look to the future, like what wishes, what dreams, what what do I intend to do? You know, what's not working for me? What do I need to kind of like shift mm-hmm. around? And kind of have a moment to go within and to create that space for yourself just to kind of go, okay. And, you know, a, a, on a new moon time, you don't have as much energy, but you have a wicked intuition. Yeah. So that's when you kind of like have, get the guidance. You're like, right, okay, what? I want to listen to myself like all the answers I have all the answers I just need to create some space to listen mm-hmm. um, and then you kind of then push um up and there's more energy and more energy and more energy going up to the full moon which is about two weeks obviously so you're kind of putting some action behind those intentions to make your wishes come true essentially and you keep putting more energy and more energy and more energy until you get to the full moon where like, you know, the, the moon is like bright in the sky and it's illuminating everything and it illuminates yes. the shadows and it, you have more energy, but you kind of might be a bit like not quite as intuitive. Your head might be a bit foggy or whatever. And then that is a really beautiful time to kind of celebrate 
what you've done and all the work and all the, mm. all the action and then think, right, what do I want to release? Like, boom. And I do like full moon rituals and things and write down all the things that I want to release at that time, like once a month, and then write down all the people that I want to forgive because not ah. forgiving is kind of like quite a heavy yeah, something you hold on to. Exactly, exactly. And then I rip, rip those lists up or burn them or whatever, usually burn them, and then write a list of gratitude and fill all that space in with some beautiful, like, gratitude. And then you kind of then going back down to the new moon and you're just kind of getting a bit slower and a bit slower and a bit slower and kind of creating space to receive some of the uh. stuff you've asked for and you've worked for. So I think that just gives you balance, you know, when you do that kind of monthly cycle. That's really nice. Beautiful. Yeah. Nature has all the answers. Yeah, I should definitely, uh, definitely follow follow that as well. Where are we at the moment with the, with the moon cycle? Oh, we had a new moon in Sagittarius on Monday. Yeah, a new moon solar eclipse. So it's like, so the... The moon's obviously always in a sign, and then a sign is kind of connected to a certain energy or whatever. The Sagittarius energy on Monday, it's it's that Sagittarians are very, very like adventurous and very kind of like optimistic and like kind of lucky, I guess. And it's like, right, what do we want to do? So when we were making our wishes and stuff and our setting our intentions on Monday, we might have felt that kind of energy of like, right. Let, I, I need to travel, I need some adventure, like what do I want for like 2021, like let's go. So it was quite, quite optimistic big energy, which was nice. So yeah, I guess, um, well kind of in the next week or so, we should, we would be putting a bit more energy and, you know, and fire behind our intentions of what we want to create for the rest of the year. And, but to be honest, like, you know, we're, we're coming up to winter solstice, which is the 20th, 20th, 20th yeah next Tuesday I think here in London okay. um and that's just a time to just chill out you know like lot shortest day darkest longest night yeah within and just recharge you know um I guess you've, you've probably got people that listen who might not be in the in our hands uh, the opposite yeah. you know, go out and party if you can. Yeah, go on, <laughs> You mentioned before um, that as a Virgo, you're a planner. So I wanted to ask you because I have this thing with myself that I'm all, I plan everything. Like I have everything written down and I, I really like planning. I love my first like thing that I do every morning and on an evening, like writing down what my day is yeah. going to be like the next day. Practice, yeah. Yeah, which is good. But one thing that I have found is that when something doesn't go to plan, it just kind of really baffles me. And it kind of, I can't concentrate on anything else. Well, I can, obviously. I get on with it. But it, I, it, I find it difficult to accept in a way that's that my plan has been changed and it's not going <laughs> how it should be so what yeah. would you say to that like how do I get around something like that what is it what is it you're kind of like what what's the emotion that's coming up like what are you kind of anxiety it, it makes me anxious are you want to control stuff like you you're just kind of like right I've done my plan yeah. universe this is this is what's happening and then mm. it doesn't go your way it's kind of like Maybe I'm just a bit of a control freak. <laughs> <laughs> I think like always, always like, like being resilient, um, like resilience is really the ability to cope with changes and setbacks and obstacles mm. and kind of see the obstacles as an opportunity. Yeah. So, and I think it's just, you know, doing all that kind of stuff that we've said and then an acceptance of what is. Yeah. I think that was one of the days on the like you, the voice note you got from me one morning going accept what is today oh, la, la. <laughs> and it's just an acceptance of what is and yeah. and almost like in those moments kind of understanding there's a bigger picture and like everything's working for you this is what mm. I do everything in the bigger picture is working for you so if something doesn't work out right now it's usually going to lead to something bigger and better 
Yeah. You know? Yes, it's happening for a reason, maybe. Yeah. It's all happening for a reason, but in the moment, because we're so in the in the detail and like, but I've come up with this plan and we're so kind of like in that day and just we kind of forget that actually when we kind of whiz out, maybe in those moments, if you can kind of like whiz out of Casey and almost have a little bird's eye view of your month, of your year, of your yeah. life and go, okay, so how much do I give a shit about this now? <laughs> yeah <laughs> absolutely <laughs> just like okay so, you know, I, mean, I mean then you you potentially would not give a shit about anything that happened in your life like, like maybe zoom back in a little bit but like you know to, uh, and then understanding the stuff that you care about and understanding the stuff that's important to you and mm-hmm. um, it's good to kind of care isn't it it's good to be passionate and like you're you've you know you're very like um I don't know, you're very conscientious and you want to do a good job and you want to deliver good stuff. So it's yeah. beautiful. But I yeah. guess like giving yourself a bit of a break. When- yeah, I think I'm just a bit too hard on myself sometimes. <laughs> what are like the biggest um, causes of burnout that you see in in your clients in the entertainment industry? Oh, I think it is probably just the not stopping, the constantly doing the constant pushing, um, not fueling um, yourself as, as much as you need. Um, and I think, you know, there's there's so many of those days where we just, especially now, we're kind of sat in front of tech all day um, and we're just, we might actually feel fine. We feel good, like in the moment, for, but for hours and hours and hours and hours, we're kind of basically like in a, concrete room or you know whatever it is yeah a man-made structure surrounded by tech and just kind of not really fueling ourselves and not doing anything that is going to kind of replenish ourselves and not taking a moment to step back and not having a break or changing our perspective or changing our scene or getting into nature which I mean getting into nature is just the most thing you can do Best. And I've, I've, I, that's what I've yearned for this year is nature. Like, I'm just like, I'm very lucky I can see some kind of trees and stuff outside of my flat in London. But, you know, like, that's kind of it. <laughs> like, yeah. But yeah, I think, I think it's, um, usually it's when people just don't stop. They're kind of powering through, powering through, powering through. And then, and not really understanding that, the balance, I guess, not address, readdressing the balance and taking moments for them to fuel themselves yeah. with whatever it is that they need. And then uh, kind of being um, thrown by all of the external stuff and the external noise and stuff as well. You know, we have a lot of energy that kind of gets sucked away, worrying about things that um, really again don't kind of matter and they feel very real but like we were talking about the kind of Instagram kind of world and stuff like that and you're constantly comparing yourself and you're constantly needing that external validation and the likes and this like post didn't do so well and like do people not love me anymore or you know I don't know whatever and it's like none of like that's all external like we've kind of said like um everyone has a different perception on the world anyway yeah everything that you need to feel good is actually within you so yeah. it's kind of like living too much in the external world I guess and getting yeah. you've you you've got the answers inside yeah yeah no definitely I really liked what you said about you know what we spoke about at the beginning you've just mentioned again now about other people's perspectives because it's something we definitely yeah. just don't remind ourselves enough <laughs> Which, yeah. which is mad because it's so small I could speak to you for honestly <laughs> hours we yeah, don't have speaking to you Katie we're gonna have to do an, another another episode a few more episodes yeah um but just to finish obviously right now we are at a time where there's just so much going on in the world so so yeah. so so much and it's a difficult time for a lot of people. So I just wondered if there are any like practices or, you know, any exercises, small things that people can just do at home just to give them that little extra boost of energy that they might be needing right now. Mm. Um, absolutely. I mean, I think definitely checking in with what fuel you need. 
Mm-hmm. I, we, I do this, we did this visualization on the challenge where you just kind of get comfortable and close your eyes and connect with your breathing and just start to think of like um, the things that make you smile, you know, the things that light you up and, you know, the things that you really enjoy doing and allow yourself to kind of be immersed in that happy place that you know that beautiful soothing or maybe energizing space or whatever it is for a while and then just kind of understand some of the things in all the answers are in there probably that's like you at your absolute unstoried kind of most beautiful true essence like that's you at your happiest so in that visualization in that environment in that space you will find stuff that you need like for me it's, it's always kind of a you know, I'm on a beach in Ibiza or whatever, but like, and I can't do that. You can do that for me. Um, <laughs> but you know, that, okay. So that's nature. So I need nature. I have to go out. That is my thing. That absolutely fuels me back up, recharges, leave my phone at home for an hour, go and have a walk, go and just notice nature and be, you know, so kind of understand, understand what it is that you need. And try and do that as often as you can. And like you say, it's only little bits sometimes. Sometimes sitting down for 10 minutes with a cup of tea. Yeah. No noise. So no Instagram. Being where you are, like making sure that when you're having your lunch or whatever, you're actually having your lunch. You're not scrolling through your emails, like chatting on WhatsApp, like you've got the TV on, you know, whatever. Just kind of like being in that moment and allowing yourself to be um but I think something that's beautiful and it's the most simple thing um to practice is gratitude and it can really really shift any kind of like you know when you just feel a bit stuck in that kind of like negative spiral of like oh my and you know life is life is not easy at times and we have we're on this roller coaster um you know, some big things are happening at the moment. So, but it's, again, it's all kind of external to us. And when we just sit, if we just sit for like 60 seconds or whatever in a morning with your cup of tea or whatever, and just start writing down some of the things that you're grateful for. And there will be, there will be stuff. And it might be that, you know, you've got a comfy bed to sleep in and you just, you woke up in a comfy bed or whatever, or you've got a roof over your head, you've got food in the fridge you know, you can see the sun or, you know, whatever, like there, there will always be something. And then when you start kind of practicing that gratitude, it kind of like shifts your energy and your perspective. And over time, that practice really retrains your brain to kind of see the good and see the opportunity yeah. rather than the obstacle. And, you know, that's our choice. We do have that choice, but it feels feels heavy and it feels hard to do when you're in that space of like, I am not grateful today. (laughs) I'm not grateful for anything today. Give yourself a break and have one of those days. Like just whatever I'm done today and then come back fresh the next day. Yeah, definitely. My mom (laughs) said to me the other day and I didn't even know that she did this. And I was like, that's so sweet that um, for quite a while now, every time she goes to bed, when she just puts her head down on the pillow, she thinks about all the things that she, she thinks of, I don't know if she said to you five or six things that she's grateful for. So oh. that, but them six things, when she says, when she gets to number six, she's asleep. So she thinks, so it just makes her really like get into a really calm state, thinking of all the things that she's thankful and grateful for in life. By, by six, she's asleep. I was like, that's so sweet. That's I didn't beautiful. know you did that. Yeah. It's a really good time to do it, actually, because then you kind of go into your sleep space. It helps you sleep. Yeah. You get there. But then you kind of have more beautiful dreams. And apparently it's a really good time to kind of manifest stuff. So ah. if you go to sleep in that space of gratitude rather than kind of the space of lack and worrying and everything's a nightmare, like that space of gratitude, then that will kind of follow through into your dreams and you'll be able to manifest some of the stuff that you want to attract into your life. Because you know, what you put out there is what you get back. That's what you get back. It is. Simple. Oh, <laughs> Laura, listen. Oh my God. <laughs> no, I feel so calm now. <laughs> this has been such a lovely way to, you're my last podcast of 2020. I was going to carry on recording over, over Christmas and, Actually, after doing the 21 Days of Resilience, I was like, I'm actually going to give myself a break because I'm really tired. I'm done with this year and I'm just going to relax. And I thought, you know what? 
ending with Laura is like the best way I could end 2020 with a massive, massive boost of positivity. So thank you so much. Pleasure. Thanks so much for having me and enjoy your break. You deserve it. Like, oh, thank you. No, so excited. What time is it? Friday 12, few more hours and I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Really enjoy yourself. I hope your parents get and your brother get um, to be all right. Oh, I hope so too. We're putting it out there. It will happen. It will happen. It will happen. Let it, let it just go with the flow today and see what happens, right? Yeah, I will. <laughs> I will. And for everybody listening, I'll put all of um, Laura's contact details in the comments below. Um, so if you would like to contact her, then you can. Um, and also your Instagram and website I'll put up as well. Perfect. Thanks, darling. Thank you so, so much. Have a lovely Christmas. Bye.